Welcome to Digging In with the Missouri Farm Bureau. I'm Janet Adkison, and we have a special guest joining us this week, Mr. Zippy Duval, President Duval, as a matter of fact, of the American Farm Bureau Federation. And President Duval, thank you very much for taking the time to chat with us, although we are going to get to see each other in person here in just a few weeks. Looking forward to it, Janet, and thank you for having me on. Well, we appreciate you taking the time. Uh, and by the way, you know, folks saying that he's going to we're going to see each other in person in a few weeks. That happens to be because we're going to be seeing a lot of you in person in a few weeks. That's going to be at the Missouri Farm Bureau's annual, annual meeting at the Lake of the Ozarks. And President Duval, I understand that this is going to be the first time you've had to the chance to attend, attend the Missouri's annual meeting. It is. You know, uh, a lot of our Farm Bureaus have annual meetings at, almost at the same time. Uh, so it's difficult to get to everyone, but I'm 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 I've been excited about coming to uh, uh, Missouri and uh, told Garrett that uh, I look forward to coming this time and visiting with all the farmers and ranchers there in Missouri. Well, I know folks are definitely looking forward to seeing you and also uh, picking your brain a little bit to hear what's going on as far as uh, Washington D.C. and legislative activities happens to go. Uh, what can folks expect uh, whenever you come to see us? Well, we'll we'll try to update the farm bill. If we, we would love to announce that it was done, but and that's what we're pushing hard for. But uh, you know where, where we're at with the farm bill, uh, what the status of the uh, WOTUS ruling is. We'll talk a little bit about the SEC ruling, maybe some DOL rulings that are not fitting uh, very comfortably with our farmers. Uh, yeah, you know a lot a lot of the things going on. Uh, we we would hope that real soon that we'd have a new speaker of the house and could get back to a uh, normal flow of work there. And I don't really know what normal flow in Congress is anymore because it's so different than it used to be, but we continue to work hard and our people are on the Hill all the time, trying to push forward our policies. What has been the mood in Washington since the end of September? Well, since it's end of September, it's been uh, just difficult. I, that's the way I would describe it. They're they're playing hardball with each other, uh, and it's just I think it's uh, frustrating to both sides of the aisle. Uh, and you know, uh, some are sitting there kind of hoping they don't get it settled and make themselves look bad. It's all about politics, and uh, and, and you know, unfortunately, our country is at a kind of stalled out. And we can't move forward with policies that could help not just our farmers and ranchers in rural America, but all Americans. And we need to get Congress back to work. You know, we are made up of a government of three branches. And uh, and unfortunately, uh, when all of them don't work like they should, uh, the president has to govern by executive power. And we've had several presidents that's done that. And, and that's not never good for America. So. We need all three branches of, of, uh, of our government working. How concerned are you about progress on the farm bill? Well, uh, every day it goes by, we're a little more concerned, uh, but we're pushing hard. We we don't want to hear uh, words like extension. We want to talk about let's get this done this year and, and, and move forward because our farmers and ranchers and the wonderful uh, uh, partners that we have, whether it be our lending institutions or whether it be our seed dealers and fertilizer dealers, they need, we all need to know what those programs are going to look like so we can plan for the future. And, uh, you know, planning dates will come up real soon and planning for those planning, planting dates 
is important to our farmers and ranchers in all those areas. And so it's important for us to get this done so everybody can have some certainty of where we're going to be at. Now, as we said, I know you're going to bring another update here in a few weeks to us here uh, in December for the annual meeting, but also give us a little bit of a snapshot on the personal side. Uh, how have things been for you around Georgia and the farm? Well, here on my farm, I'm in northeast Georgia. We're mostly cattle and poultry in this area, and uh, we had a really wonderful summer with heat and a lot of water uh, until the end of uh, last week in August, and then it quit raining. So we We've been in a bit of a drought here at the end of the summer, uh, but that's pretty normal for October to be dry in, in Georgia. So we just got a, a good inch, inch and a quarter rain this week, and uh, everybody will be in the field overseeding their pastures with ryegrass, getting ready for the winter. So uh, th things are looking up a little bit right here. Uh, we've had good cow prices, uh, which uh, uh, is a relief to all of us because we can fix some fences and replace some equipment that needs it really bad. Uh, and then in the poultry business, uh, it is what it is. It never really changes a lot. It's uh, always described uh, growing uh, poultry uh, on contracts like uh, modern day sharecrop farming. So you take what they give you and do what you're told. And, and it's, it's really a good diversity to cattle, though. So I'm very proud to have it. Proud to be a partner with Pilgrim Pride, providing chicken for Chick-fil-A here in our area. Now, I had the chance to witness... Uh a newer crop for the show me state here recently we had a board meeting in the southeast part of the state down at the boot hill and we had the chance to tour a peanut processing facility so we've got some peanut growers in southeast missouri but georgia you have more than a handful of peanut growers talk a little bit if you would about peanut production because most of missouri doesn't really know anything about it yeah well it's a great crop in south georgia good rotational crop for their cotton uh, so any peanut farmers, a cotton farmer too, you know, and vice versa. Um, uh, but it's, it's been a, a anchor in, in South Georgia, uh, where, uh, our farmers have grown peanuts for years and years and years. And the, the variety they have today is just a, a very good variety that, uh, that handles the weather down there really well. You know, uh, peanuts do really well if they can get the right moisture. Uh, and if we can get them harvested before a hurricane comes through and does damage to them. So uh, I, I'm sure we're in the middle of October. They, I don't know exactly, but they're probably in the middle or at the end of their peanut harvest and getting ready to go into cotton here real soon. And uh, I haven't had the chance to travel South Georgia. I'm going next week to Sunbelt Expo and be able to visit with some farmers down there then. But I think it's been a little bit spotty. Some had a good experience and some had some uh, real challenges. Now, if you had to pick out something that uh, peanut production and how it differs from raising cotton or other Southern crops, how, how does it differ? Well, that's a good question. You know, uh, uh, the, the plants are very different. Uh, you know, cotton tends to uh, be a plant that will sit around and wait on moisture. Uh, and, and it's a little more tolerable of harsh weather. Uh, than peanuts are, but uh, uh, they, they're a good rotation. Uh, and that's, that's what I think about it when I go out. And one of the things that people probably don't really know is, uh, you know, I'm a farmer and I've been putting up hay all my life. And that smell of spring hay in the spring is such a sweet smell. We all love the smell. Well, uh, I was, when I was running for president of Georgia Farm Bureau, I was riding through South Georgia 
going from county to county asking them to vote for me. And in the middle of September, and I smelled something late in the evening when the air was real still. And I said, I wonder what that sweet smell is. And I pulled over and went out into the field, and someone had just dug their peanuts. It is the most uh, sweet aroma you have ever smelled between the dirt and the peanuts being turned up. And, and that's, that's what I think about when I think about peanuts, what, it, what a great smell it is, and what a great time of the year it is. It's harvest, you're reaping what you've worked so hard to grow. And, and I know our farmers really enjoy that time of year. But, but it's a good crop. Um, and, and it's a, uh, just like cotton, just like corn, it has a huge infrastructure around it through uh, uh, storing and manufacturing and shelling and uh, you know, that it, it, it's just a big infrastructure like corn it has uh, the fuel part. But the ethanol plants is a, a unbelievable a infrastructure around corn. And we have that same infrastructure around peanuts and cotton in South Georgia and across the southeastern part of our country. Very interesting. Now, before we wrap things up, I also want to transition. We've got our state annual meeting in early December, but not very long after, we've got the AFB up annual meeting as well. Uh, give us kind of a sneak peek. Yeah, well, we're going to be in Salt Lake City. Uh, the theme is going to be New, new uh, Frontiers, and we're going to be talking about uh, the future. Uh, and, you know, just like in y'all's uh, convention, you know, it takes a, a strong tradition of hard work and uh, persistence to to lay that groundwork to have a, a strong industry to move into the future. So we're going to be looking at uh, at our at, at our new frontiers out in front of us, uh, and we're we're excited about the speakers we're going to have. I think everybody will enjoy it. If they haven't planned to come, I hope they'll uh, go online and sign up to come and be with us. Uh, in January, a little bit later this year than normal. So uh, maybe hopefully that'll be encouraging some some people to come. Well, certainly looking forward to heading out to Salt Lake City for sure. And the new frontier, I can't help but think of Star Trek and the final frontier. So new frontier, final frontier. I think I like the new frontier idea better. Yeah, we don't want it to be the final frontier. That's for sure. So uh, new, 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 there's so many new exciting things going in on Go, coming into agriculture as far as technology that are at the, our fingertips. And, and and we want to be able to talk about the excitement of the future because, you know, you can, sometimes we get bogged down in the challenges we have in each and every day. Uh, but, you know, I've had the opportunity to visit the farmers of Mexico and Europe and the UK. And going into those meetings, I toted the weight of our farmers on our, my shoulders, thinking how bad it was here in times. Uh, but if you look around the world, American agriculture is not only the leader uh, in sustainability, in production, uh, in all the things that we do. Uh, we we are a leader in providing a one united voice for our agriculture. And we do that through Farm Bureau. And other countries don't have uh, the, uh, the vehicle like the Farm Bureau to actually deliver that one united voice. There are attempts, but they're not nearly as successful as we are at the national level. So we should not only just be proud to be farmers and not only be proud of our farms, we should be proud of our, our organization and the leadership that we provide, whether it be sustainability of climate or whether it be in rules and regulations or a policy in Washington. We are that leader uh, that provides that for American agriculture rural America and our farmers and ranchers. 
All right. Well, we certainly appreciate you taking the time to give us a little bit of a sneak preview of the annual meetings, both of them coming up in the not too distant future. Again, we've been talking with American Farm Bureau President Zippy Duval joining us here on this week's Missouri Farm Bureau Digging In.